Hello, everybody. This is Tom Eckert here. You're listening to my podcast, Numerology, a GPS for the soul. This is your place to learn about the true power of numerology and how to use it to bring out the best in yourself, understand your loved ones better, take wise decisions, and prepare for your future. In other words, how to live your life aligned with your true destiny. Take your time to educate yourself and share these podcasts with your friends and family so they too can enjoy the great benefits of numerology. Enjoy! Hello there and welcome to all my listeners. What an exciting episode today. This is part three of a series of episodes about predictive numerology. And today, it's about putting it all together. But before anything else, if you're new here, welcome. What an honor to have you in my podcast. In this podcast, I discuss numerology as a path for inner transformation, inner growth, self-understanding, self-realization, And my personal approach is to make numerology accessible, applicable, and grounded. So you can actually use it for everyday life and um, improve your uh, life standard, live in a more conscious and co-creative way aligned with the cosmos. Now, there are a few ways you can dive deeper into numerology should you wish to do that. Uh, besides, of course, listening to the podcast. The first thing is that you can book a numerology reading with me. In a reading, you can ask any questions that is burning in your life and get, get precise answers. You can read more and contact me uh, through the link in the episode description to book your reading with me and see all the different options. Secondly, if you wish to study numerology on a deeper level or even pursue it as a career, I'm inviting you to check out my numerology study paths. The first one is my self-study numerology course, which you can use to learn the fundamentals of numerology at your own pace. And now there's also an option to purchase it in three installments. Or you can sign up to my complete path of certification from beginner to numerology expert and get certified as a professional numerologist And if you want to read more and check about that, then the link is also provided in the episode description. And lastly, there's also an upcoming free numerology webinar on October 5th. More about that in the end of the episode. So, as I said, this is the third and last episode in the series of predictive numerology. Now, I will attempt to synthesize all the details from the previous two episodes into one coherent, cohesive, predictive analysis. Now, because this is quite a complex undertaking, I will not invent all the info uh, from scratch, but rather use the info from the past two previous episodes that I've already used. Now, in case you did not listen to them, I highly recommend you do so. Uh, both in order to inform yourself with the previous and more basic processes of predictive analysis, but also because predictive numerology is a highly potent topic 
and an important part of numerology. Now, in the first episode, we dealt with personal years and period cycles. And in the second episode, we dove into the table of events and the essence number. Now, I will put these details or elements together and try to show you how to create a more complete um, and comprehensive predictive numerological delineation based on the synthesis of these components. If you're a beginner in numerology, and this sounds a bit confusing, um, and you feel a bit lost in all this information, just don't worry and don't get bogged down. This is rather uh, advanced or intermediate, intermediate to advanced material. Um, still, you can listen with curiosity and kind of open yourself to the language of numbers and start really acquainting yourself with it. Now, throughout this uh, third and last uh, episode in this series, I will be referring to our imaginary client from the previous um, episode, Jane Dean, whose table of events and essence number we have already analyzed in the previous episodes. And I will tie it together with the information I already explained in the first part, the first episode in the series about personal years and period cycles. And we'll put it all together to give a more precise predictive forecast to Jane so you can really feel kind of what it, what it looks like to talk to a client, right? Um, in, in, right, in the uh, hope to kind of lure you or coax you uh, to move deeper into numerology. And, and because I believe the more of you that become actual numerologists, uh, the more we can help people in this world bring more clarity and peace. So the first stage, we want to look at the personal years and the period cycles. So now that um, Jane wants us to give her a more precise understanding and forecast about her year to come, the first step in our predictive process is to look at her current personal year and period cycles. These will be the stronger influences and the leading energetic tone in our predictive numerology reading. So let us assume that Jane is right now in a personal year number four and that her period cycles are cycle seven and pinnacle eight. Now, if you are, are sitting at home right now and you're not, you know, uh, driving your car or just walking outside, I would even recommend writing these details down so you can really see the numbers before you and follow along with me. Now, only this little amount of information, the personal year and the cycle and pinnacle, can tell us a whole lot about the major themes and energies moving and influencing Jane's current life period. Personal year number four suggests that Jane is entering a period that requires um, steady and consistent building of her foundations. 
This may suggest stabilizing her job, being more consistent and committed in her relationships, or generally applying more follow-through in all her tasks. So contrary to what some people may think, number four is not always about work per se, like work and money. It, it, it often does, you know, touch upon these themes, but it's, it's about follow-through on any dimension of your life. Right? It can also be follow-through in your meditation practice to make things more consistent. However, looking at the period cycles of Jane, things get a bit clearer to me as a numerologist. Right, So I look at the combination of seven and eight, and when I see it, I can understand that the four personal year is taking place within a context that requires serious work, professionalism, and excellence. It's a time where one has to invest their mind and effort to level up whatever they are doing. That tells me that Jane's four personal year will revolve a lot around putting consistent effort into building her career's foundations for the long run. Now, she may be uh, committing herself to bigger uh, herself to bigger responsibilities, perhaps even signing a more serious uh, contract in a company for a few years or taking on like a more um, serious position, right? So so the the um, the seven and eight, they're giving us more specification. So we're starting to see a picture and we want to clarify this context and direction to Jane. To help her understand um, how empowering uh, or challenging this time may or may not be, it's best if we take, if we also take a look at her five core numbers, but more particularly at her three core numbers, the life path, the expression, and the soul urge numbers. And by the way, if you're not so familiar with the three core numbers and why I'm putting a greater emphasis on these, um, you know, three kind of like principal elements of the chart, I recommend you listen to my episode. There's an episode about the three core numbers. Now, if these three core numbers work well with the energies of um, four, seven, and eight, which are all the numbers of the personal year, cycle, and pinnacle, then this, this time may feel more natural to her. However, if her three core numbers consist of mainly emotional, easygoing, and spiritual numbers, such as maybe two, five, and nine... This may be experienced as somewhat more demanding. On the other hand, it can also be experienced as somewhat complementary to her general energy and perhaps enable her to strengthen sides of herself that are not often very present, to, to be a bit more grounded, for example. It may still be experienced as less natural, more challenging, but it can also be beneficial when you when 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 looking at it from the bigger picture so there's also a matter of approach right in numerology there, there's always that right the free will element now the next 
step after we've got all this info so now we we already we know the theme we know the major theme where the energies are kind of going where they want to take jane uh, we've also looked at her court chart okay i'm not i i didn't create her court chart here i just want you to understand the idea we looked at her court chart we we already kind of understood whether it's kind of like more kind of going along with their natural energies or not the next step would be to look deeper into the energies influencing this current personal year of Jane and the period cycles in a more particular way. And that's where we look into the table of events and the essence number. Now, the table of events and the essence number are slightly more, I would say, uh, complex. Again, with numerology, it's all very easy, right? It's all like, you know, adding and subtracting in order to reach into, like to any calculation. But just, I, w- I would recommend for those of you who are not familiar with what the table of events and the SS numbers are or even how to calculate them, just listen to uh, episode part two of this series uh, to learn more about this. So uh, that's where we're going to look next. Table of events and essence number. But before I keep talking further, my friends, if you are enjoying this podcast and you want to keep learning more grounded, applicable, and high-quality numerology and to support my work, make sure to click the follow or subscribe button on the platform you're listening from and become part of my numerology community and help spread the word of numerology. Also, make sure to check out the questions at the end of the episodes. Not everyone is familiar with that. It's usually, I believe it's mostly available on Spotify. If you're listening through Spotify, check out the questions at the end of the episodes. It's literally appearing below the episode and I'd love to hear from you. It helps me know more about you Um, my listeners, my followers, uh, your ideas, your questions, who you are, and provide you with better content as a result. Okay, having said that, let us uh, keep going. So we're talking now about Jane's current table of events. So in our last episode, episode number two, we analyzed Jane's 27th year. Okay, and we're going to stick to that. And we found out that it was made up of two times the letter N, meaning twice the number 14.5, twice the energy of 14.5, and that her essence number was 14 plus 14, which equals 28.1. The first thing we want to do is start from the bigger picture and then move into the details. Just like we did earlier by starting with the personal year and the period cycles, that's the biggest picture here. So now we're kind of like the sub bigger picture, which is the essence number. The 28-1, for our purposes, I will simply be referring to it as one. And we wanna see how this essence number um, works in conjunction or kind of like merges with the current personal year and period cycles, significations and delineation that we've already given her and how it influences all of that. So the one essence number tells us that parallel to her journey, to Jane's journey into professionalism and career advancement, the universe, the universe also wants her to develop a sense of independence and self-sufficiency. 
It wants her to discover her willpower and autonomy. So knowing this, we, we, we now want to check whether it ties in well with the energies of the four personal year and the seven, eight cycle and pinnacle. What do I mean by tying in well? Well, this is um, a very, very important um, dimension, we can say, of uh, working as numerologists that is not often written about in books. And I constantly repeat that in my, in my episodes, which is the, the, the very, very important need to always check the relationship between the numbers in our chart, the, the, the level of harmony and the story that they create together. That's the only way to really be able to depict to a person the full picture and the real living story of who they are and what's going on in their life. So number one essence, despite not necessarily being, essence number, sorry, not necessarily being directly related to career, in fact ties in quite well with her current energies, um, with, a, with a four, with a seven, eight, and indeed will add more energy, more willpower and support in her process of building herself. So we can say that the essence number here is like a directive modifier, okay? It's a modifying energy that kind of like in this context is supportive. So she may find that while she is being consistent, number four, in building her career, seven, eight cycle pinnacle, she will also be increasing her sense of independence and autonomy, number one. The energy of one may also add a sense of increased focus to all her, her endeavors and even a touch of courage. So, for example, um, she may feel more inclined to assert her um, will amongst her colleagues and even boss, show more initiative, um, more leadership, or, you know, kind of like um, break her own boundaries or her boundaries or like her own glass ceiling and, and offer new ideas, right? Pave a new pathway when the solution is needed and therefore maybe gain a possible better promotion or better position in her workplace. So somehow the one here comes in as as a good support. Now, next, we will move into the smaller details, right? We will break it down because the essence number one is made up of two 14 fives, which will be, um, we can say, like the building blocks of that essence number, the, the, the energies or the, the, the inner and outer events kind of that will accompany you know, that one that will lead to that one energy. Um, and we will see what's their influence during this current personal year. Um, and this will really be our last step in analyzing her current period. Now, I want to kind of like uh, open a little, um, open little brackets here and just simply say that there is a deeper process to all of this because one process would be to analyze the numbers, okay, that the letters are translated into. But one can also literally translate the letters, like look at the shape and 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 feel into the the energy of the shape of the letter, the form itself, and that gives extra uh, input, 
but we're not going to get into that right now. I just wanted you to, to know about that option as well. So now um, we, we know where the winds are blowing. The picture is pretty clear. Um, but now that we look at the two 14 fives, we realize that this year we'll have a karmic debt influence all throughout. This is not bad, okay, but certainly points to things not going always as smooth. Since we have identical numbers, twice the letter N, okay, uh, both 14 5 throughout the entire period, the interpretation will be the same for the entire period, even though, I, like, um, practically speaking, each letter is responsible for half a year. Again, I recommend listening to the episode about the table of events, episode number two, to understand more what I mean. So the 14 fives tell me that during the process of Jane building herself and advancing steadily in her career, there may be sudden and unexpected surprises, quote-unquote, that may sabotage some of her plans and force her to adapt and react quickly. Again, the energy of 14.5, okay, to adapt and react, but like in a, in a kind of like in a setting that is karmic, that is like unpredictable or somehow comes in as a surprise, a curveball. Now, this may come in the form of external events such as suddenly needing to fly away due to some important family gathering uh, and realizing suddenly that she will be missing an important work event that may be crucial for her promotion. It may be changes within her workplace. For example, her boss, whom she gets along really well with, suddenly gets sick. And there's like a new substitute person in charge whom she doesn't really know well. Again, like unexpected changes. This is also like the 14-5 energy. So again, needing to adapt and it's kind of like shaky, right? The ground is shaky with the 14-5. It's like, it, it, it's suddenly kind of like swings everything out of, out of balance. The karmic debt 14-5 may also push her to sometimes act and that right that kind of brings it back home brings it back to her to act a bit rashly and possibly slack away some of her tasks which naturally can cause some backlash from her boss and a demand to take her job more seriously for example right so to create a bad impression due to as i said slacking away things 14.5 energy right kind of like being less serious um and less committed not fully kind of finishing what you started. So she may need to be more measured and cautious with her actions and make sure she's not moving into extremes. Now, knowing all this and, and, and having covered all this territory, right? Uh, now Jane should be well prepared for her personal year to come for her 27th birthday. And usually, by the way, when you give forecasts or when you receive, if you want to have one for yourself, like a yearly forecast or predictive right, reading for your birthday, it's really recommended to do it about, I would say around a month before your birthday. Uh, because the energy of the personal years, again, you can listen to my episode about personal years if you're not familiar with this term, they kind of kick in not 
precisely right on the date of your birthday, but actually about a month to two prior. So now Jane is well prepared to her personal year. And she knows the general themes. She knows where the energies are flowing, where the winds are blowing, right? Where the cosmos wants to take her. She knows what are the major lessons and the tasks that that lay ahead of her. And also, what are the potential challenges she may encounter and what to watch out for. And so, as a numerologist, right, you or right you managed to give jane we we managed to bring great clarity to her life and her path um and also a much greater clarity and ability to work consciously with what's to come and that is exactly the job and the skill of of um of a good numerologist of a well-trained numerologist so we've covered quite an impressive territory of predictive, predictive numerology, and these last uh, three episodes should have given you some idea on the potential and use of predictive numerology. Naturally, there is much, much more to learn about the many transits and predictive methodologies and how to glean far more precise and accurate information but this is just far too complex to explain in a podcast. Uh, you know, perhaps in future episodes, I will talk about bits and pieces, but to just, you know, put it all together, that's just, you know, that's really, really complex. But I definitely teach that in my in-depth certification studies. Uh, now, again, my friends, if you jumped in uh, right into this episode, you may want to listen to the previous two episodes in order to grasp the full picture. And I hope, as always, that this keeps, uh, keeps inspiring you to go deeper into numerology. Now, before we wrap this up, uh, as I promised in the beginning, I'd like to invite you to a free online webinar I'll be giving about numerology for way showers and leaders of consciousness, which will take place on October 5th at 7 p.m. Germany time, CET, via Zoom. Now, this webinar is dedicated to people who have interest in numerology and in spiritual tools that can uplift themselves and humanity to a higher level of consciousness. It's for people who want to leave a positive impact on people and the world by helping uh, people to evolve consciously. So if you are considering to pursue a spiritual career, um, potentially numerology, where you truly touch and transform the lives of people, guide them and unlock the codes of their life path for them, then you're really more than welcome to join this meeting. Again, it's for free. To register, uh, simply click on the link to my meetup group, which is provided uh, in the episode description. And make sure to join my group and then make sure to RSVP to secure your spot. And of course, don't forget to check out uh, my professional numerology readings if you want to know more about yourself and to check out my self-study numerology course and in-depth numerology um, certification studies if you want to uh, know more in-depth numerology or study it. And of course, uh, you know, remember to leave your answers to the questions at the end of the episode. It really helps me to know more about you and provide you with better content. 
And lastly, my friends, if you enjoy this podcast and you want to keep, you know, getting this content and support my work, make sure to click the follow or subscribe button on the platform you're listening from and become part of my numerology community. Okay, my friends, till next time, uh, be well wherever you are, and I'll see you in the next episodes. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, and you want to go deeper into numerology, check out my website, tom-eckert.com. You can also book a numerology reading or even study numerology yourself through my courses. I'll see you in the next episode.